Greetings gamers, on this episode of Dead Drop News we talk about The Last of Us Part 1 Remake unveiled at Summer Games Fest, a God of War Ragnarok release window is finally confirmed, a Duke Nukem movie in the works, and Xbox Game Pass is ready to come to Samsung TVs. Stick around for these stories and more. Welcome back to The Dead Drop. Your secret cache of game news delivered safely and securely to your podcast player. I'm Matthew Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. And I'm back. It's been about a week and a half since we've submitted an episode among power outages, public holidays, and a bunch of other things happening that I just were outside of my control. I haven't been able to record and submit any episodes for you. But I'm hoping that if you're tapped into game news, you've already had enough to consume. With Summer Games Fest well underway, all these games announcements coming out, YouTube videos of trailers for you to see, all the sneaky stuff that has been snuck into some of these events, hopefully you've gotten your fill from everywhere else in the industry. This is just going to be our standard episode. We're going to cover off a few interesting things to come out after Summer Games Fest, and I'm hoping that in the next couple of days, I'll be able to record an episode that's entirely about my thoughts about Summer Games Fest and the games that have been released. So, without further ado, and hopefully with your forgiveness, let's get stuck into today's episode. This is your transfer from the 16th of June, 2022, and these are the news stories that you need to know. It's probably no secret to you if you've listened to our previous episodes that I am a big fan of God of War, and I'm really keen for Ragnarok to come out. I had previously pledged that August would be the release date, but I have been proven wrong that November 2022 has now been confirmed as the timing window for God of War to be released. Now, things could change in the interim. Development, as we know, is very fickle in the games industry at the moment, but everybody's excited and I'm pretty sure Santa Monica Studios wouldn't want to release any kind of information, even leak it, that was anywhere further away than what they can expect of the release of the game. God of War Ragnarok, November 2022, PS4 and PS5, potentially PC down the track. Mark it on your calendars, people. The one game announcement that I will mention that was announced as part of Summer Games Fest is The Last of Us Part 1 Remake, which was not so much of a surprise because it did get a sneaky leak about a day before it was actually set to be announced. But now that we know and we've heard from Neil Druckmann, the director of the game, that it's been brought back into Naughty Dog after being shopped out to a few studios to be developed, remade entirely using older assets. So there's nothing redone here. They've just taken everything that will be on the platform it's released on PS5 to improve almost every aspect. We are literally talking about a complete remake here. Gamers everywhere are speculating why they would choose to remake The Last of Us Part 1 after the remaster came so closely after the initial release. People are saying that they haven't asked for it, but this is a series that is beloved by many and it is for sure going to sell out and make a big impact on Sony players again. And it's also going to be released for PC somewhere down the track, so anyone who hasn't had a chance to play it or doesn't have a PlayStation console, look up. It's going to come to PC very shortly. The PS5 version is going to release on September 2nd, 2022. The beloved and not safe for work gaming franchise Duke Nukem is set to have a movie adaptation, is being developed by Legendary Entertainment and will have the creators of Cobra Kai behind it, Josh Heald, John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg. 
The Hollywood Reporter has also stated that there will be a number of producers as part of this that will be supporting the development. There is, unfortunately, very few details about the movie's development at this stage. If you know it, back in the 1990s, it was released as a first-person shooter. Uh, back in the days of Wolfenstein, back on all PCs. It took the internet by storm by the voice acting, the script, the general motif, and without me saying too much, because this is a safe for work podcast, there is some elements in there that maybe isn't for the children. So there could be a couple of ways they approach this adaptation, but suffice to say Gearbox releasing the IP to a movie developer means that it's in the position to potentially make a big splash. And with video games like Sonic coming out with great success and Mario movie coming very soon as well, it could be the right time. But what I wanna know is who is going to play Duke Nukem? Let me hear your guesses in the comments of wherever you found this podcast. And let me give you some inspiration. Hail to the king, baby. If you're listening from Legendary Entertainment, my contact details are in the show notes. Samsung has announced that the gaming hub will soon have the Xbox gaming app for cloud streaming on June 30th. This means that if you have the appropriate model of television, you can use this gaming hub to cloud stream hundreds of games available day one on June 30th from Xbox Game Pass. You don't need the console. It seems to purport that you can connect any number of controllers to it looks like cloud streaming has become a lot easier for people who own the right kind of Samsung TV. Now they have been explicit and said that 2022 TV models are the ones that are going to support this, supported by a Tizen CPU, and will also support GeForce Now, Google Stadia, and Utomic, which I've never heard of. But the fact is cloud streaming is getting easier already. And hopefully there are some of you out there that don't want to buy a Series X or can't get one and would like to be able to dabble in the Xbox Game Pass experience. Check the model of your TV, check for that announcement and release on June 30th, and let me know how you get on with it. Staying on the Xbox train, Phil Spencer is back in the news again after Obsidian Entertainment has shared that it's his no BS attitude and his love of gaming that helped convince them to join the Xbox initiative as a studio back in 2018. There's not much more to glean here, except it tells of how easy it was with Phil Spencer at the helm to acquire all of these studios using this no BS attitude and having a really good acquisition, passion and plan to make this all work. There are more details about this discussion in the GameSpot article linked in the show notes, but this is likely part of a strong media push from Xbox to try and cover off the idea that they don't have many first party games to offer. And if you happen to catch a roundup from Summer Games Fest, you'll know they don't have first party titles coming, but their indie and third party portfolio over the next 12 months is ridiculous. If you weren't sure about Game Pass, you should be now. After the Xbox Bethesda showcase later in the Summer Games Fest week, Todd Howard has been coming out and confirming details all over the place about where Bethesda is at. Starfield looking a lot like Skyrim, a lot of details like the character interactions and dialogue choices have been mused about. Todd Howard has also come out and confirmed that Fallout 5 is going to be on the release list after Elder Scrolls 6 comes out, which I think is the next big game to come off their big list of development. Now Starfield still isn't slated to come out until early next year, so they have a lot of time left up their sleeve to be able to develop these extra games, but the fact that they're coming will keep fans tantalized long enough to hang around and see what happens. 
The Chinese company Perfect World has been accused of a pay-to-work scheme where they say they've got an educational training program for game developers where they pay the equivalent of 2,643 US dollars to contribute development on a multiplayer survival game. This has brought them under fire, especially considering that they say that joining this training program will enable them to get employment quickly, but they do not guarantee it. This could be along the lines of exploitation, which really doesn't look good in the gaming industry these days. And lastly, you might remember that Diablo Immortal has ridiculous microtransactions where people pretty much need to pay money to be able to make progress in the game. Diablo 4 developers, after announcements in Summer Games Fest, have been getting on Twitter and trying to allay fears of monetization within that game itself. They have come out and said that there's going to be cosmetic-based microtransactions and DLC, and that's pretty much it. So if you were keen on Diablo at any point, maybe Diablo 4 will be something that you can look forward to. That was the gaming industry news that you need to know. Head to the Instagram for more stories, follow me on Twitter, send your feedback and stories to deaddroppod at gmail.com, check out the website for the sources of the stories and more, and make sure to tell your friends about the dead drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days. Bye.